1029 The Hog presents another Bob and Brian podcast. This Bob and Brian On Demand is brought to you by Marcus Theaters. There's a big difference between watching a movie and getting lost in one. Find out what Marcus Theaters means by getting tickets to a hot new release at MarcusTheaters.com. It's the most wonderful (coughs) time of the year. It only comes around once a year. The holidays, which bring your holiday horror stories. And what's that? There can be some stress. Yeah. Some of these could just be happy stories. They could end happy. There is a possibility for them to end happy. Why would we call them holiday <laughs> horror stories? Then? Well, there could be some horror in there, but we've been. It could end, but we've been married for thirty-five yeah, years. Yeah, I do like it when people include that something like that, that phrase. You know? Like even but, so, no, after right, our live, first Christmas, right? Yeah. No, they mostly end with, and I haven't seen my <laughs> sister since. Or... Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm down. Those are much better endings. So, these aren't all Christmas stories. It's holidays. Yeah, holidays. So, there's a wide berth. But first one's the Christmas story. Several years ago, right before Christmas, I was at my computer desk when I smelled smoke. Thought my wife was burning something in the kitchen. When all of a sudden, she came into the room I was was in and started yelling, Why are you just sitting there on the computer when the top of the desk is on fire? (laughs) Right there in front of him? I don't know what desk this is. (laughs) I looked up and saw our Christmas village with fake snow all on fire. Uh, We threw glasses of water at the fire that put it out. We also wrecked the computer. Apparently, the uh, tea light candles were lit. Uh, We lit somehow, caught the fake snow on fire, and then spread. But how do you not notice... Just while you're sitting there. He says he's on the computer. Maybe there's a shelving unit above it. I don't know. (laughs) How does he not... Maybe if she had included a diagram, it would have helped. What was he? What was he so entranced of on the computer? Anyway, getting the books balanced for the end of the year. Taxes are coming up. That's a little different. Here we go. Like many families in Milwaukee, we grew up poor. At four years old, I remember going to the park to harvest a couple of geese that were to be the main course for Christmas dinner. Okay. Harvest. He went? A four-year-old? Four-year-old. Or he just go along? Yeah. After luring them close enough to wring their Canadian necks. <laughs> oh! <laughs> they were bagged and taken home. What are the laws on this? Uh, this is totally illegal. Okay. Upon prepping, one sprung to life with a vengeance. Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> It took all the adults to subdue the avian beast. The most memorable part was hearing a gun cock followed by, just shoot the effing In its Canadian neck. No shot was actually fired, and to the best of my recollection, uh, recollection, the meal turned out just fine. Okay. What kind of a Christmas Cash miracle the there for the wow. goose. Yeah. yeah, except it, it wasn't in the end. <laughs> That's a new one. A few years ago on Christmas Day, I got the notification that my dad's father passed away. It'd be Grandpa. Yeah. 
The extended family was already en route to arrive the day after Christmas for the annual get-together. They had to wake the next day as everyone was there. I was not able to attend, but planned to be there for the service a week later. As I was scrolling through social media, I came across the picture of my 13-year-old cousin who was dressed like a hooch in a dress that was too short, looking at our dead grandfather. Okay, some fashion commentary. It was disgusting. I texted my parents to let them know. My dad called his brother and said, you tell your daughter to take those pictures of dad off of Facebook. She's got to think about other people's feelings. (laughs) Later we found out her father was taking selfies with his dead father, like father, like daughter. (laughs) He wasn't wearing a dress anymore. There's a lot there. Selfies with the corpse. Uh, This is a New Year's wedding. My brother's first wedding did not get off to a great start. (laughs) My parents didn't like his fiancée, and they actively campaigned to get the New Year's Eve wedding canceled, but they failed. The ceremony was set for noon, so everyone was sober or sober adjacent. The reception was held in a hotel banquet room directly across the hall from the hotel bar. Princess's parents packed the place with two words, open bar. Dinner was an elegant affair, exactly what one would expect from the bride's wealthy family. Also exactly what my ultra-conservative, ultra-religious family appreciated. Meanwhile, by the time the bridal party reached the hotel after the traditional tour of local bars where they got free drinks. It was full-on Bacchanalia, an ancient Roman drinking festival. Uh, sure, absolutely. Okay. My mother took it upon herself to locate the happy couple so they could greet their guests. She returned horrified. <laughs> I cannot believe it, she said. The groomsmen poured drinks on the bridesmaids and are now licking the alcohol <laughs> off of them. Whoa! <laughs> That includes your brother and her. I crossed the hall and checked it out. Sure enough, there was the bridal party. Many of the guests and a good number of random strangers enjoying the never-ending booze buffet. Sure. When bridal party (laughs) members start licking each other in public, it's time to leave the wedding. (laughs) The marriage lasted less than two years. Well, (laughs) the parents weren't (laughs) helpful. Right. This is Easter. Here we go. Wow. I was six or seven. My sister was two years older, so eight or nine. We were wearing our best Easter dresses and waiting outside by the family station wagon for our parents so we could go to church. There was wet snow outside with newly shoveled snowbanks on both sides of the driveway. We were strictly told not to. To play in the snow, but to get in the car so we don't ruin our dresses. My sister started climbing the snowbanks. This is the older sister. I opened the door and yelled to her to get in the car. She yelled back that she didn't have to listen to me since I wasn't the boss. Mm -hmm. We argued more and she threw a snowball at me and missed. (laughs) I threw one back at her and hit her in the back. (laughs) I was so proud of myself, but terrified at the same time. I knew this was not going to end well. 
she ran at me with a fistful of wet, dirty snow. Oh, yeah. It was face wash time. And they were supposed got, to just get in the car. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But the Easter older dresses. one, who was yeah. supposed to know better, you know, didn't. As she got her hand almost to my face, I turned my head and caught it on the corner of the open car door. Oh. I let out an ear-piercing scream. She just stood there staring at me and said, don't tell mom. You aren't bleeding. Of course I'm going to tell mom. I ran into the house with my hand on my eye. She pulled my hand away and looked at my eyebrow. It wasn't bleeding, but you could clearly see white. As soon as she lifted my eyebrow, the flap of skin unfolded from under the wound and it bled badly. It split so deep that you could see the bone. A trip to the ER left me with half an eyebrow, a chipped bone brow, six stitches, a month of extra chores, and no Easter. Yeah, man. Next time, just get in the car. Just get in the car. And finally, this one. Thanksgiving story. It was Thanksgiving 2008. My brother's family and ours take turns hosting the holidays, uh, and our ranch-style home was up next. I mentioned ranch-style home to give you uh, the visual. Uh, Our master suite on one end of the home, a hallway, bathroom, my two daughters' bedrooms at the other end. Mm -hmm. Since there are a bunch of people, 15 to 20, uh, wandering around and copious amounts of alcohol served, we closed all the bedroom doors so people would not wander anywhere oh, yeah. staying in the main areas. Things were actually going quite well. Mm-hmm. Laughter, banter, <laughs> games, pool, ping pong in the basement. It seemed like everyone was having a great time. My mother, whose best and most used weapon is guilt, <laughs> did something extraordinary this particular year. She has always thought that I spend too much time with my in-laws and saying things like, uh, she says things like, you must love them more. Wow, Mom. And we don't see you enough. My mom took the opportunity to leave us each a sealed envelope with a card in each of our three bedrooms, the parents and the kids. (laughs) Another sealed envelope Christmas. Mm. (laughs) Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, excuse me. Does your stomach hurt? This means she had it all planned and pre-wrote the guilt-laced notes ahead of time before she got there. My wife and I cleaned up. After dinner, we had uh, one more unneeded nightcap and went to bed not realizing the note was on our bed, propped up on the pillows. Uh, We found out what we missed. Uh, I'm sorry. We, We found out that we missed something when our daughter, eight, was standing next to our bed reading her note. And asking us why we don't love Grandma and why we don't visit her more. Wow. I think that question is is now asked and answered. <laughs> why don't you love the grandma? pre-written guilt note for Thanksgiving. Came by with the green bean casserole and the right. guilt notes. Well, she said, uses it often. It's her her best weapon. Best weapon, yeah.